You're such a prick. I am a prick. And now that you know that, we can get into your show. It's this not is my show. your show, no. Kathy. It's Are you ready? Is everyone ready for Kathy's show? Yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> the following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man, this is going to be good. Feast or famine. Hello, oh, and no. welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our lovely perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. Woo! I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. And this is. Boogie. Show 79. Yeah, I'm Boogie. <laughs> but what is most important about this show is... Happy birthday, Kathy! you're a pervert, get your spankings. Happy birthday, whips and crops and canes. Oh, thank you. This day we celebrate the pervert that is you. Kathy Whore. Because <laughs> when you're kinky, you can have your cake and beat it too. Whack, 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 whack. Happy birthday, you are... Great. Kathy's birthday is today. You are fucking old. I am the oldest one in this room, I think. Oh, my God. You are so mature, Kathy. Happy birthday. Thank you. We have balloons and... Wait, but you're having... And we have... Cake! Cake! Oh! Cake! (laughs) Cake! Cake! Shove it in her mouth. <laughs> oh, wow. That was... Oh, 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 oh good. Oh, wow, that was a little... Oh, good. Mark, yeah, that's good. pretty good. Uh, yeah. Mark got a little aggressive with she that cake. She jammed that All right, in my so mouth. we <laughs> have cake for Kathy, <laughs> but that's right. Give her kisses. You, you, Birthday you, kisses. You, sweetie. So, um... So why... why Put that on the table so you're ready for cake. You can you can do it. You can open <laughs> it. But you got to be ready for cake. Man. Because the only person... serious about his cake. Because the only around. way Kathy gets to eat her cake <laughs> is if we call out... Cake! Uh, he was pretend- he was Mark oh, then has oh, to come oh, over and oh. shove a piece of cake in uh, Kathy's mouth. Oh. So for this entire show, if we call out cake... Then Mark will come up and feed Kathy. Don't give another example. <laughs> I mean, it's good, but we have a lot of show ahead of us. So when Kathy yeah. starts to get all whiny and existential hey! or something. Are you just using we, this as an excuse to I like basically gag you? Maybe. It's ca- it's gagging by cake. So, <laughs> Death by cake. Well, wow. you got a giant condo, you got a giant dildo here with Holding balloons, the balloons down. <laughs> well, they're helium. <laughs> they're going to float. There's a dildo weighing down the balloons. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had. They were going to float. So I'm like, I got this rubber dildo. Let's just uh, let's just hold down your I'm balloons. Fake. I like the favorite. There's the happy birthday balloon and then a pink star. And then this one's my favorite because it said another amazing year. Yee. That one's a joke. I know it is. Do you Yee. even know me? Do you even know what kind of year I've had? Yay! Very funny. Hmm. Unger! But- oh, yeah. What's happening, Count Boogie? <laughs> <laughs> what the shit? Is Unger. he wearing a welder's Unger's mask? Unger's wearing a welder's mask. <laughs> Sam, get a picture of Unger. <laughs> what the hell was that? He's wearing a welding mask. At first I thought he... he sounds like... A used car salesman? No, 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 no. It's, he he's a, the wrestler. He's the. Which wrestler um, are you? Hold on, give him a minute. 
He's having his paper. Are you Randy again. Savage? Thank you very much. Are you Savage? Oh, yeah. You oh, got it, yeah. brother. Snap into a Slim Joe. Going That's- 150% tonight. <laughs> My God. That is freaky. <laughs> Which was funny. When he first did it, I originally thought he was totally doing the, um, the uh, Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's oh, more. Oh yeah! <laughs> and I was like, Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! So Dear God! Yeah, it is going to see all for your birthday, Kathy. Thank you. You're so nice to be. <laughs> all right, <laughs> so uh, I got to hear about this. Uh, Abyss's vanilla date fail. <laughs> you tried to go vanilla. You tried to go Sandra I D. Yeah, I, I've been I've been trying to go on vanilla dates because I'm like, all right, can't oh, go abyss. Done. I've done it for three years, so I'm like, all right, maybe take a little step back, a right. little, little steppy back back. And um, it was funny. So I've been seeing a fella for for a bit now. Been uh, going out on dates. It's been nice holding hands, etc. How fun! Yeah, it's been lovely. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. <laughs> um, but basically, it was really nice. And he's That's like, very vanilla of you. Yeah. So, like, we've been, you know, and he asked, like, what are you doing next week? And I'm, you know, next weekend. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll just, all right, fuck it. I'm like, I'm going, I'm going to be at Adult Con. Woo! Yeah, because we're going to be at Adult Con. And then uh, he's like, so porn? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just going to drop the kink ball. Fuck it. Um, I'm like, so how much have I told you about my hobbies? <laughs> and he's oh, like, be a fly on the wall. Yeah, and he's like, not not much. I mean, you've mentioned a couple things, and I'm like, well, for the past like three years, I've been involved in BDSM and a local dungeon, and I may be involved with a podcast with my. X and my X poly poly, poly. <laughs> situation like there was my X and my X and my X with like d- Mark like, just gives <laughs> thumbs up and hearts to yeah, this with with extra lovers and it, it, it's kind of a it's a thing epic vanilla fail Gosh, uh, <laughs> why didn't you just set up a little camera and it and of course I just kind of sat there and waited. Did he make eye contact after? Because uh, I was just like, and this is either going to go really bad. Check, or... please. <laughs> we were in the car. Oh. <laughs> Who was driving? He was. Ah! <laughs> At least you know. He can't... Well, you guys uh, could pull you over. Yeah, I was like, and I'm, he just kind of sat there for a second. And he's like, huh. Yeah, you know, I've been interested in that stuff. So I was like, <laughs> but I was just like, Save. <laughs> but I was like. I can't even. I can't even go vanilla. No, <laughs> it's not possible. After all this I was time. like, all right. No, Once no, you no. go kink, but I just kind of had to giggle. But I was like, well, this is going to be an interesting kind of. Great, bring him to the podcast next week. Yeah. Oh, no, that's no. too much. That's there. a nope. Yeah, that no. was a nope. But we'll yeah. have your finger fucking Mark's ass. It'll be great. <laughs> Mark's all. Eh? <laughs> Mark's open to that. Well, I'm glad that it worked out okay, and it just goes to show you, you just can't hide the the dirty little minx that you are. Oh, That's so sweet. little minx, aren't you? Little minxy. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, enough. <laughs> you missed the ferret noise, didn't you? I did. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you have something written down here that obviously is going to make fun of me in some way, and I don't remember what the hell <laughs> it is. I can't believe you don't remember this. I don't the remember. The other night you said... Hey, come with me and Mark so we can look for Pokemon. 
Oh, Jesus. Remember? Christ. And he's all, I have nothing better to do. So I said, sure, I'll hang out in the backseat while you guys chase Pokemon. We get to his car, and he's got to clean it out because apparently it's just filled with crap. But it's really dark, and his car light doesn't come on. So I turn on the flashlight on my phone. Oh, no. And I flash in his face, and I swear to God, <laughs> he looks back like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Shut and up! And he's all, Jesus Christ, I thought it was the cops. <laughs> Shut up! Oh, it was really bright. How does it do that? I said, you know, you can download a flashlight app on your phone in like seconds. You know, what's an app? I mean, How can uh, you download light? You can't download light. Well, like, where does it come? Like, it just comes through the internet, like it electricity was a or something. Perfect old man moment. Shut the fuck up. Oh, it was bright. Buggy. Abyss, it was it bright. Was bad. Like, I could see everything. And oh. I'm like, how do you download light? <laughs> oh, honey. Do they, can I download oh. other Mark things? Mark, I'll, I'll show you later. Can I download oh. cake? Oh. Hey! All I did was tell a story. Oh, you don't need to call for honey. cake. Oh. <laughs> oh, honey. I really suddenly... Boogie, I really just want to take you by the hand. No. I want to take you by the you hand. You can't download light. There's some other sort of witchcraft built into that oh. phone. <laughs> witchcraft. Some right. sort of gremlin trickery that occurs <laughs> at night when you hunt for freaking Pokemon oh. just to keep someone happy. Oh, my you God. Th- it was hilarious. Sorry. All right. Speaking, I had to tell the listeners speak, that. Story. Shut up. Whatever. <laughs> you can't download light. Oh. I'm sticking to my guns. Okay. This is important. This is so important because this is celebration. And you know what? A lot of people set goals in their life and they see the big goal and then they just need to take it step by step because every step towards that goal is something that should be celebrated. And a lot of people don't celebrate each step because whatever people are going, yeah, you could do better. You know, whatever. You didn't reach your goal. You know, when you reach your goal, then you saw, you're like, yeah, like, that's good. But that's my fuck- ultimate goal was that is, higher. That is bullshit. Any yeah. progress in your life, you should be able to look in the mirror and say, I progressed. I put in the work. I did the thing. And now I am here at another level. I love that I'm going to talk about how insanely intelligent and brilliant Mark is while she's just face-fucking-licking <laughs> a plate full of chocolate. Yep. It's smearing all over her face. Yeah, you're a smart girl, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. You yeah. scored real high on your practice MCAT exam, didn't you? Yeah. So, uh, who's going to be a surgeon? Who's going to be a surgeon? <laughs> who's going to cut people with fucking chocolate frosting all over your face? So, as many people locally know, Mark is is obviously studying to go to med school, and you have to take this massive test called the MCATs, and it is insanity. And it has gotten progressively harder and harder and harder to where people who don't have the time to study for a year or take time off their jobs or whatever are now being, you can't even hope to go to medical school because this test is now so hard to pass. So, fortunately, you know, Mark is, is able to, to do this study. And she was stuck at the level. Like, there's a grade that you get that if you get to this grade, you are high enough to qualify for certain medical schools. And last month, she broke that, and that was 500. And she got 500, so she qualified for med school in the Caribbean. (laughs) But a med school. Hey. Celebrate. How many people can qualify for any fucking Earl's Garage and fucking butt plug med school? It's hard. Hey, you know what, dude? What? You could have been a pirate. You could have been gone. You could have been a pirate doctor. (laughs) 
<laughs> she's oh, going to be a witch doctor. No, no, she could have been room. a pirate doctor who was in the Caribbean. Oh, yeah, see, there you go. See, okay, it went right so over your head, but whatever, I get it. Pirates of the Caribbean, it's a Disney thing. So, just that. I was like, hey, a lot of people don't qualify for any medical school. This is, you've got to celebrate it. And so she got real excited, but she got stuck for about a month to go to the next level. And she took her seven hour practice test yesterday. And I say this because everyone loves Mark. Mark does a lot on the show. She helps produce segments. She gets naked all the time and does uh, a, a bunch of wonderful stuff for us. It's a hard She life. feeds you cake. <laughs> Yeah, we haven't even gotten out of potato mayhem. Space yourself out. Eat your cake. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so she, she I lets, think we she all does, just. She also lets us put lots of things inside her. I think <laughs> it's just something that this last one, she jumped up. She went to 502, which now actually qualifies. She's in a higher percentage bracket, and she qualifies for even more med schools. And so she's on his own, and I just wanted all of us to Woo! say she has been studying her fucking brains out. <laughs> The stuff that you have, to, I, no. we are very, very fucking proud. So of So I just wanted to let the perverted podcast listeners know that love Mark. That Mark is is seriously just putting in the time, and I think you're going to be a fantastic surgeon someday. And I can't wait to see you qualify for the school that you want to go to. So that is uh, very, very exciting. <laughs> and uh, then we go to oh uh, oh what what the what? hell is okay? What I want to talk about this because I don't know what this is. What is it ogres get scared to? Unger has a story to tell. Unger? What? <laughs> what? <We're laughs> With your welding mask. He came to our orientation. <laughs> Macho. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Macho. You ever had one of those moments there, Count Boogie, <laughs> where you realize there's someone in the room? That you need to take out. Oh, <laughs> yes, actually, I know that very well. We won't had talk quite about. the experience yesterday at threshold orientation. Oh my God, that's right. Mm-hmm. Someone I played football with twenty years ago <laughs> shows up and calls me out. Oh, during orientation. Says this guy used to kick my ass in in football, and I'm calling him out right now. That was insane. (laughs) I've never had anybody from high school show up at that threshold and go, hey, hey, Kathy. (laughs) What was even better about that, uh, Macho Man, is is that... um, the guy we were teaching orientation about confidentiality, and he literally raised his hand and he says, "Okay, so I'm not allowed to talk about you know talk go up to people outside that we meet in the dungeon because we don't want to risk breaking their confidentiality. But what about if you're inside the dungeon? What if you're inside of room and you know somebody? Can you talk? And, I, and we're like, well, yeah, you're here, so they're here too. So instantly he goes, okay, great." <laughs> he didn't even know the name. He, he used, used my real name. Yes. He yes. He used Unger's real name and he goes, what did he say? He said, yeah, this guy used to kick my ass in high school on the football field. <laughs> Which I did. <laughs> well, you're macho, man. Of course, Unger. I'd break them all. Oh, my God. I actually oh. broke quite a few people. I was a little nervous when he did that. I thought, oh, Wait, my what's God, he he's actually, all going to break yeah, out. going to be brawl. Did he actually like seriously want to throw down? No. no. Okay, okay. It was, it was okay, playful, but you okay, could see it like, was just, uh, you don't usually have that in an wow. average threshold orientation, but uh, it was real fun. And uh, Oh, my God. They so got to have a, like, that was a bad day to show up to orientation. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is terrifying. I actually had a similar situation. Yeah. 
but it was a friend of my mom's. <laughs> like literally walked into the dungeon and I'm like dressed to the nines about to go kick someone's ass like yeah this is gonna be sexy oh Jesus Christ that's someone I know it's my mom's friend it's my mom's friend oh no oh no so I'm gonna go now <laughs> so he walked up to you and he's also gonna get a finger in my ass no he's me? like oh hey so how's your mom doing I'm all <laughs> I'm just gonna walk just that wide eyed <laughs> well, deer good. in the headlights she's, look she's, she's, she's doing good it's good to see you. Good. How That's you doing? <laughs> Just another day on Bad Life with bondage, kink, and freaky sex. Ooh, that is freaky. The type of things you see on Bad Life will leave you happy, horny, enlightened, or possibly perplexed. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. All right, birthday slut, what you got? Ah, she's got some cake. That's, God you got to call it out better. You got to call it out with vigor. Yeah, vigor. You got to go, <laughs> cake. Why? I said it. I, I did that tastefully. <gasps> Unlike some motherfuckers. Uh, well, <laughs> I can't talk now. Look, you, go ahead, Kathy. For <laughs> 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 <Or> today's post. <laughs> I got chocolate all up in me. You have chocolate. <laughs> mm. Oh, do you really? Uh, it's all up in me. Like a pro. All right. This first post is by Dixie Vixen. She wrote something called Domination in a Medical Emergency. Well, that's new. So she's talking about how she's at work and one of her coworkers starts to have a grand mal seizure. Uh, somebody else, one of her other coworkers goes in and tries to help. When she comes uh, up on the scene, uh, somebody has already called emergency and things are well underway. Her coworker then, the, the seizures stop and she starts to come around and she starts to panic. So this is what she says. As she started to come around, she began to panic. I took both her hands, held them tight, leaned right over her so she was looking straight in my face and said to her, look at me, look only at me, focus on my eyes. Good girl, now I'm right here with you and I'm not going to let you go, trust me. I kept that up for the 10 minutes or so it took the ambulance to get there. Every time I told her how well she was doing or said good girl or how proud I was of her, she visibly relaxed just a little more. It really only occurred to me afterwards, once the adrenaline had worn off, that I had dommed her. I was drawing on every ounce of dom I've got in me to take control of her when she needed it the most. She needed to relinquish all control and relax completely, safe in the knowledge that I would allow no harm to come to her, to the extent that she would only obey my commands without even thinking about it. Clearly, domination isn't just for kinky fuckery. Domination could save lives. Good first responder story. <laughs> Great first responder story. I really enjoyed reading this, and I mean, we can start. I think Abyss and I wanted to start with some little seizure, <laughs> little seizure and such, because my ex roommate used to have um, uh, a lot of seizures, and I think in this case, it seems like this woman maybe didn't know that she had seizures, because usually when people know that they they have seizures, when they come out of it. They're they're normal, especially a grandma. They're normally just pooped. Yeah, just pooped. But yeah. maybe this person just hadn't. Maybe she had never had a seizure before. So that's where it's, the panic yeah, comes in. Yeah, it sounded like there was like kind of another like underlying condition or yeah. something. So it was great that the the first responder knew to make that eye contact and whatever. Um, the only thing I'll say, and I see if Abyss uh, joins me on this, is if you ever see someone having a seizure where they basically look possessed, it looks like the fucking exorcist. It is not pretty. They grind. It's like a full body cramp. Everything twists, face, drool, all that shit. It happens. Um, the only thing is, is don't try to muscle 
a seizure. Don't try to lean on top of them and hold them down. You're not going to. All you're going to do is tear tendons and hurt. You're don't hold hurt them. Don't hold their head down. Just kind of make sure they don't hit their head on stuff and kind of guide. Play, play the goalie and just let them kind of get through it. And then, like this person, if the person's panicking, I think just just a great instinct. To just come in and make that eye contact, let them know they're okay until the ambulance gets there. Yeah, um, proper seizures. Uh, if you if you come on someone who, uh, come on to someone who is having a seizure, is you clear the area. Basically, you make sure they're not going to bash into anything, and you support their head. Yeah, and you loosen any uh, tight uh, articles around their le- neck if they have like uh, a scarf or a tie, and you never. Stick your finger yeah, in their mouth. You Don't. never, for the love of Pete, try and put anything in their fucking mouth. They're going to swallow their tongue. They now they're going to swallow your severed fucking yeah, finger. First of all, you are not going to, they are never going to swallow their fucking tongue. I don't know where that, like, if they bite part of their tongue off, they may swallow it. But really? no, they're not, they're, they're not going to, no. A little Keep, wasabi on it. Yeah, yeah. do not, do not, <laughs> no, do not, do not try and put your fingers down the, their, their mouth. They, yeah, don't, you, do no, don't, just, no, just stop don't. it. But so, okay, so that, and, there we got that out, but let's. Oh, and also put them in the rescue position afterwards, roll them onto their. Uh, side their side yeah. so um but as far as the doming aspect that's pretty much what medical personnel do every single situation <laughs> every single time it be it for fun kinktastic times or just putting on your alpha pants uh that's basically what what being a medical professional is i think what you notice in first responder situations is you re- when people don't know what to do like they don't have a plan they don't have training whatever and they see a crisis that they don't understand a lot of people just default (laughs) to either panic or they become submissive meaning not submissive like they want to kneel and and call the crisis sir or something but (laughs) but they become ready for instruction so somebody like every time you do first aid training or something like that, they teach you when you are a first you responder. Get help! You get help! <laughs> you call nine one one. Take someone has to take control, and people will like okay, shit. There's a plan. We'll follow that plan. But if somebody doesn't take kind of that lead role, then um, it ends up in the yeah. Then yeah. Then it everyone runs around and people die. You and know? it looks like Muppets running into each other, and they it, it literally it's it, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but what was what I really loved about this is just once again, get to be a little snobby here. Oh, once again, no. we get to show the world how not creepy what we learn in the BDSM culture is the things that we learn in this lifestyle beyond the hitting beyond the rope beyond the kink the actual things that we learn about ourselves the communication uh negotiation safety consideration of other people discipline to complete a task leadership skills disarming of my fear of commitment these are all the things that i learned in bdsm that i now apply to every single aspect of my life outside of BDSM. And I think it is just, I really wish the world understood, even if they're not kinky, how much this type of communication that we promote in this community helps you in outside of the community. Yeah, because you will learn a lot if you spend any length of time in this community. You make, I'm sure that there are people out there who have such a dominant personality or submissive personality that they come in and they're they're ready to go and that's who they are. But it's been my experience, I know for sure with me, that 
I have had to learn so much about myself and move out of my comfort zone if I wanted to do the things that I wanted to do. And and so I had to learn how to negotiate and I had to learn how to stand up for myself. And another a really hard part is I had to learn how to be honest about things that are hard to talk about. Because you can't have a good DS or poly relationship without that kind of transparency. So all of those things, they translate into your real life. You you don't keep them in a box and only pull them out when you're going to do some kinky shit. Well, and also it goes to prove, and I really liked about this um, article, was it, it proved the one thing about uh, being a dominant or doming is you don't have to... It's it's It goes against the... the you know, porn style doming of lick my feet and this, that, the other. No, it's the, the act of dominating or being top or being in, you know, the alpha personality is no, you are just taking control of the situation. And you're saying I have a plan. No, it's, it, you, you know, know, that, I mean, and that's another part of it for me when I dominate, uh, it's not that I, I mean, of course the sir and the, you know, kissing the boots and you know, all those things are fun in play. But really what is most inspirational and has been the most significant in my life is not only do I now have a plan for my life, I now can tell the person that I play with that during this time we're playing, I have a plan for you too. And that, so I have to prepare for that, which then transfers to all these other things. If I'm going to ask somebody to give me their power, to give me their trust, to trust me with their body, with their mind, with their emotions then I have to do my work to prepare for that. Otherwise, I just do douche after douche after douche after douche thing, which I've done many of them. <laughs> but now that I prepare more, I do less of those things, and that has benefited me across the board. Yeah. I think it's, it's really funny in the post how what she's what we're seeing is when it happens and you don't expect it to happen. Right. And and suddenly you find yourself being a dom or draw like she says, drawing on every ounce of dom energy she had. It's happened to me, certainly not to this extent. But I've even when I was in in regular vanilla life and I was in a position where I was either at work or head of a project and I had to be in charge of something, I always struggled with myself. Mm. I, I didn't just stand up and take control of situations. I was able to get the work done, but there was a, a reticence on my part. And topping somebody has made me work past that. Mm-hmm. And so in, in at the dungeon, I now will look someone straight in the eye and tell them what I want them to do without any bullshit. I, I'm not pretending at all. And I have felt that happen in my regular life. And like I said, they weren't significant times, but I remember several times thinking to myself, wow, that I, that's exactly how I would have talked to so-and-so if I was topping them. And so, again, clearly not as intense as hers, but uh, absolute, I have absolutely uh, experienced the same thing as her where it surprises you after you do it. And you think, I may as well be in the dungeon because I just pulled out the dumb. I mean, it's definitely a lot of this translates to real to real life. Yeah. So, and it's a great post. So go into your community and learn your skills, whether you're bottom or top. It doesn't matter. You still need to learn how to dominate yourself and master your own life. Um, and then takes first aid and CPR, probably a good idea too. So you have a plan when you see something happen in front of you. Classes are really cheap. It's a five, you know, six hour day. Um, and you can learn CPR. Learn CPR. Actually, yeah, learn it. <laughs> you know, what's really great. They have these things called apps. 
and you can download an app. Can you download Light? How do you download Light? <laughs> but there's an app for CPR. <laughs> Kate! Hey! <laughs> she started it! It's whatever, Maybe you finished it! Belay that order! Oh! Oh! Uh, she she oh! got belayed. She got belayed. No, no. Abyss is allowed. How many vetoes? Shit. We forgot to tell poor Mark. <laughs> we forgot to tell Mark. There's, oh, she's pouting! She only gets one more. <laughs> Thank you. Whatever. <laughs> Abyss gets two uh, belays on that, so whatever. Look at look at how upset Mark she's is. She's pouting. She was uh, really. Look, she, she got was, a little. She really wanted to jam a she w- plastic fork in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I think she wants to jam other things in your mouth. <laughs> Can we go on? To yeah, let's go one? on. That next. was a great post. Thank mm-hmm. you to Dixie Vixen. Uh, this next one is by Obscurantista. Hmm. She runs what? Obscurantista. <laughs> Like obscure, yeah. a, obscure, Natista? Yeah. Antista. Antista. Obscure Antista. What's an Antista? I don't know. I think it's just she tacked that on to the end of obscure. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's obscure. She runs a, a website called Poly.land, uh, which I took a look at. It's Poly.land. Cool. Yeah, Poly.land. So she wrote, what's stopping you, atheism and poly? So uh, basically she's talking about stuff she hears often when people who don't understand what poly is uh, and a lot of us here have encountered this too. If you're vanilla or you're monogamous and you never really encountered poly, you don't know what it means. This is the question you will get. But what's to stop any of you from running off with a new person the minute you fall in love? I've heard yeah. this often myself. So she's talking about she's talking to her friend, uh, someone she knows very well, and she gets this same question. And she says to her friend, "Well, you're an atheist, right? Without religion." What's to stop you from killing someone? This time it's her friend's turn to roll her eyes because this, as an atheist, is you hear you this hear a lot. This is the major argument. Without religion, there's no morality. So what's to stop everybody from going crazy? So this is what Obscurantista says. Um, actually, this is what well, her, her friend, friend says. responded. Yeah. Just because I'm not religious doesn't mean that I don't have a sense of right and wrong. I mean, religion is held up as proof that you're a good person. But if you think about it, there's kind of something to be said for people who hold themselves personally accountable without a doctrine to fall back on. That is an atheist amen right there. Yeah, that's right. And her friend, I don't need the, the promise of heaven to be good or the threat of hell to not be bad. Exactly. And her friend tells her, exactly. The same goes for relationships. If the only thing keeping you from leaving people is monogamy, then you're doing your relationships wrong. Bam! Right Damn. in the face. Boom! Drop the mic. Fuck <laughs> off, bitch. That's the correct answer. It is. Uh, I love how she she tied the two together and she related it to her friend in a way that her friend could understand because she may not understand Polly, but as an atheist, she sure as hell understood that argument that you get all the time. Yeah. Um, and I that is very true. It's hard. It makes a lot of sense. It's rational. That st- that that argument is very rational. I still struggle with it too because th- the truth is that if you're with somebody and they're got one foot out the door or they're ready or for whatever reason they're going to break off the relationship, it's going to happen whether you're poly or not. Being poly is not the reason that it's going to happen. Right. Right. I, I mean, and you guys, I know. Have I mean, heard is this. there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, if the re- if, <laughs> yeah, where are you uh, going with that? I don't want to be an absolutist because this isn't an absolute. If there are multiple opportunities, 
and your whatever if it's your primary relationship in poly or whatever like let's say you have however, a prim- however you are set up however you're set up let's just say there this you have this relationship if that relationship is bad and you are already or cultivating struggling. or struggling and you are already cultivating relationships with other people it can add the, pro- the process may be quicker away from the relationship that isn't working but it surely does not this is so the opposite of what I have found to be true in being polyamorous. In polyamory, I have learned communication, 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 communication. In monogamy, I had many monogamous relationships that ended poorly because the communication was shit. In polyamory, you will likely, I'm just not saying it's for everyone. I don't know everyone's dynamic. I know how I am. It is very unlikely that I'm going to be in a situation where I am surprised that my lover that I am with is having problems with our relationship because there is so much communication that goes on that. But you're assuming all poly. That's why I said just me. I'm saying, yeah, all polys are as as talky. Yeah. (laughs) But frankly, if you're not doing poly well, you're not doing monogamy well either. So that just means that you're not communicating well across the board. (laughs) Exactly. Some people are not ready for relationships. Some people just not great communicators. So that has nothing to do with being poly. That just means you're a poor communicator, or you're holding shit back, or you're not being honest with yourself, or you're in denial. You can have any number of reasons, but. Even even with um, Polly, there's there is the fear of uh, the shiny new relationship. Sure, there is always sure. that fear of and concern of that. And, and anyone who has been in a Polly relationship, oh, I don't know, everyone in this room, literally sure. everyone in this room, we have all had that fear and concern. And what you have to do in that situation is at that point you respect your partner's shiny new experiences but it is your partner's responsibility then to also um make sure that the partner who is feeling insecure is also um feeling you know loved and reestablished in the relationship it's always that is a tricky Uh, moment when you meet somebody new and you introduce someone new into the the dynamic it's always going to be tricky you're, you're never it, you can be the best communicator and you are still going to have some bumpy road and some hard feelings. And that's but that's that's hopefully that's at that point yeah. you have established a, a, a really good foundation of communication. If you haven't, then you need to work more on your communication and it will be an even bumpier road, but you can still get through it. And that's not to say that I have not seen many mm. poly relationships tank or fail epically because the people just were not ready to be honest with themselves and yeah i think that's really what it comes down how many how much polydrama have we all seen in different people and we've all looked from afar and thought you know they kept all that shit from themselves they did they they let it spin they didn't you know they let too much time go before they shared feelings i mean that and that happens I, i mean I would be the last person in the world to say I have never spun, uh, emotionally <laughs> spun by withholding information. It is true. It is true. Even I, the Lord Count Boogie. Um, uh, but it's it really is that poison of any relation. It doesn't matter. And that was the poison of my monogamous relationships. It was It was that poison. But a fun fact, because of the level of communication, A... And all of the skills that we learn to try to maintain the the poly scenario, uh, 
also mixed with the amount shit I had to fucking lost my fucking point. God <laughs> fucking damn it. It was good. Oh, and you did. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Oh, oh, oh you got He's it. back. It's back. Right. No, it's gone again. Oh. It's like, no, no, no. Uh, oh, yeah, that's oh. You're just fucking with us. I know. Lo- I got it. Okay. I no longer have the guilt and kind of pressure programming, that monogamous guilt and pressure that if I'm not monogamous, I'm a bad person or that if I don't do monogamy right, that there's guilt and pressure and stuff. Also, I don't feel the pressure in having multiple partners that I have to be somebody's everything. So my personal insecurities um, are a lot easier to deal with. Um, It's just my relationships in poly have been literally longer than any relationship I ever had monogamous. So for me, it's been the. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying they all last, but because you're spreading out the crazy. Yes, you're spreading out the crazy. You know, I will say that (laughs) that in poly, if you aren't communicating and you aren't being honest with your partners, you are that shit is going to blow up in your face a lot faster than if you were monogamous. And again, this is my experience in watching people because when you're monogamous, you can hide so much, but when you're poly, it's really hard to hide everything from several partners. Yeah. It's really hard to keep all those balls juggling in the air. I'm waiting for a biz to laugh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Abyss. Bring in the 12. Oh, Kathy's lost it now. I've, I, I'm, I've lost my train of Go back. Balls juggling. <laughs> See? Thank you. Boy, this is great. Go back to the balls. The balls, balls in the air. People juggling, monogamy, <laughs> juggling. This is where we need a fucking director that has a little rewind switch. I'm done. I can't. Uh, no, but it's, it, it, is, it is a good point. I mean, to be, whether you are poly, whether you are monogamous, whether you are fucking into trees i mean ooh, dendrophilia we yeah. talked about that on the show many 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 moons ago um the the bottom line is you just relationships are hard but you have to just communicate with one another and that is that is the key to a happy relationship long short whatever as long as you communicate and are honest with yourself and honest with your partners that is that is the key you'll do better yeah It'll be better. That was a good post. I love how she tied those two together. That was great. Great answer. Perverted mailbox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> an old jingle. I, I think that, was that was an old one. I think that was one of the first jingles I ever made. Was it? Uh, for I the show. For the show, for the show, yeah. For this show. Yeah. You've done other shows. Okay. Yeah. So we got an email from Reb K, uh, who was uh, relating a story in which uh, he was... Looking at some artist stuff, uh, and uh, he was with his friends. He says, this artist has been doing interpretive illustrations of mental illnesses. Once he had the general human figure drawn, I noticed a stump of an arm and a saw in the other hand. I turned to to my friend and said, you know, a while back on Perverted Podcasts, there was this fetish roulette where they talked about apodomenophilia or something. It's a paraphilia where you feel the need to cut off limbs. After which the artist says, it's really uncommon, but it's called apodomenophilia. <laughs> Victory is mine. My friends now think I'm a walking encyclopedia of corruption and perversion, and I have you guys to thank. <laughs> yeah. 
spreading the word. Yeah. <laughs> That's why all those hours I spent before the show looking in the mirror like fucking Sylvester Stallone. The bottom of the fucking bottom of the fucking. You know he speaks like that because he has no feeling in half of his face. So he had to actually overcome. It's actually a great story. If we're gonna, you know, digress. Before he did Rocky, he actually had to learn how to speak without half the nerves in his face. That's why he kind of fucking talks like that. Look at that. Good for him. Uh huh. So that's why I Fun practice fact. like him. He said he read, "I sing the body electric under the staircase," and annoyed all of his roommates. I sing the fucking body electric. Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> Yo. Okay, guys, let's bring it back to what? 2016. I, yeah, I Wait a second. I love how... Um, You've just confused all, all, all of your younger ladies. Yeah, apparently nobody knows ah, who shit. Sylvester Stallone yeah, is. Yeah, you did that to yourself. Yeah. You did fucking Rocky. Yeah. Rocky 11 and 12 were epic. Okay, let's move on. All right. I was really excited when I read this email. Well, that's so cool. And I thought, oh, that's our claim to fame, I guess. Yeah, we're I was just excited. telling people about different, different paraphernalia. shit. <laughs> Hey, I was excited that it wasn't the, uh, I, when you said like the stump thing, I'm all, oh shit, I thought we were going back to so the- Your uh, stump fucking, yeah. your stump fucking <laughs> orgasm fantasy, I was like, where what? it was brother yeah. and sister yeah, stump like, fucking like, each oh, other. No, I don't remember no, a no, lot, no, no. but I remember that. Yeah. I was like, shit. I heard on Perverted Podcast, <laughs> apparently abyss, 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 abyss has fantasies about s- fucking stumps. I was like, oh shit. During incest. That was a great, oh. that was a, what, what did we used to call that segment? Fetish roulette. No, no, no the what? orgasm oh. one. No, it was a- uh, Fantasy oh, orgasm. No, it was- Celebrity uh, masturbation? That's, I don't know. Hey, yeah, what the fuck are we talking about? Adrian. Uh, I think we were- hey, Segments that we don't do anymore. That's gonna I'm be- good. I think we were trying to do host talking. What do you want, Bookie? Oh. <laughs> Hey, Unger, anything going on in the chat room? <laughs> We've got all kinds of things going on tonight. Like what's going on in the old age <laughs> We're organizing a clown van kidnapping to bring a bunch of the chat folks to Threshold. Oh, now that would go be awesome. one million percent here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, a million. That's like. And we're talking about how excited we are. <laughs> Los Angeles Convention Center, December 17th. <laughs> adult car! That's right, adult car. We're going to go there with some porn star titties there. It's going to be great. Bring your vanilla dates. <laughs> bring your vanilla dates. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> we're going to bring the electricity. Hunger <laughs> is either talking uh, so low we can't hear him, or we have to pull the. Oh Dude, my he is God, committed. I, you know what? That I'm is, appla- you know, I'm applauding him for tonight. Yes. Thank you, Macho. <laughs> it was sad to see that guy die. He was snapper to a slim jim. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. We're supposed to be We're, doing host topics. Oh. Sometimes we just want to talk about shit. So here it is. A random host topic, bitches. <laughs> this is your birthday show. <laughs> Typical. I think it's a balloon. Hey, wait, 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 wait. What'd you say? What'd you say? Cake. In the chat room, we need you that. cake. It's all about the cake tonight, Bookie. <laughs> <laughs> Eat it. Eat it. Mm. <laughs> Did the chat room make you say that? 
<laughs> oh, no. nope, that was all, all me, one hundred percent me. Holy fuck! He just—he owned that one. <laughs> Good job, Matcha. What are we doing now? I don't know. Horse We're doing topic. a host topic. It's oh, right, topic. It's my topic. All right. Uh, this was inspired by an email that we received a while back about other stuff. In in this email, the guy who wrote to us said the following. He said, up here, the BDSM community takes things way too seriously, where sometimes there's this whole playground click mentality. And uh, I started thinking about that and realizing that here in L.A., uh, especially at Threshold, because that is my club and the club that I love. <laughs> my club. My club. <laughs> Don't mess with my club. Uh, it is not like that at all. It is We are super friendly. We are all about education. Every time there's a party here, whether the board members or the hosts or the DMs, they see someone new coming in. We give them tours. We want to make them feel comfortable. We try. Let's not make it an angel fucking fest. We we try. Well, maybe your party. But yeah, I've no, seen, I sure the fuck I've don't. I've seen Sam I just stand nodded people. Hey, at welcome. the door. Every time he sees someone new come in, the gatekeeper will wave him down and he will give everybody a tour. So, yeah, it's not across the board. We're not perfect. Basically, Boogie's a prick. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> I just didn't argue. I, just, <laughs> I know. I was waiting I'm just like, okay. Touche. Touche. So in all the... Uh, I used to uh, read stuff like this and wonder about what the hell is going on in these communities, but I read a lot of fucking FetLife posts in order to find the two that we need for every show. And I have been astounded at the number that I see, one right after the other, where I hear people saying similar things about their communities. That there is too much protocol, that they're uh, crazy about the way you're supposed to dress, about the way you're supposed to act, about being <laughs> vetted, about you have to RSVP before you can attend events. And sometimes I'm seeing an extreme that is detrimental to that community. And that's this is just my opinion. So... Of course you have to have rules. You have got to protect your members. You have got to protect the attendees of your munch. You have to make sure everybody is safe. You have to make sure that confidentiality is not breached. We are rule crazy here at Threshold. Not going to lie about that. We have a reputation for that. Why would you? It's fantastic. I know. This is why I'm here. But I think that there is a line because I have seen too often people talking about, yeah, I went to the local munch and... Everybody, the minute I walked in the door, they just all stared at me. Nobody said hi. Nobody said anything. And they all returned to their groups as if I wasn't behaving the right way. I wasn't uh, giving the right respect. And I have seen stories like this on FET over and over and over again. And I have to wonder what these community leaders are thinking. Because as Boogie was saying earlier, if you've got a private event... And you're having a party. That's your event. You can do whatever the hell you want. But mm-hmm. if you set yourself up as a community leader and you host a party, a munch, a class, any kind of event, and you are behaving like an asshole, you are causing irreparable damage to somebody who is just venturing out. That person who walked in that door, and I'm using that example because I've heard many similar, will never come back. You have just fucked up that person's experience unless they have a tremendous amount of courage and are willing to try again, either with the same group or somewhere else. You don't know what you just did to that person. You're not never going to have an opportunity to do have a second uh, time to get that person to come back and possibly 
be another volunteer for the community, be or, another exactly, or even another mind, another ra- you know influence. Why Boogie is like it's my host topic, <laughs> and it's my birthday. <laughs> she pulled the birthday. Keep card. it zipped. <laughs> Fucking shit. So. Um, you never know what you you don't know what you've just done. What if that person then decides to go and play and because they didn't feel welcome? They said, well, "Fuck it, I'm going to go do it on my own." Obviously, we're not all responsible for what everybody does who comes into the community. They have their own responsibility to do whatever they want. I just wonder if community leaders realize what they're doing when they demand that much protocol and that many rules and that much dress code and everything of somebody before they've even walked in the door. Or they're just being douchey. That could be true. Oh, okay. All right, I'm done. You can start now. All right. Oh. So. Yes, Batman. (laughs) I'm Batman. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I hear a couple things here. And I don't want to speak in absolutes. I agree with absolutely everything you said. But you don't want to speak in absolutes. I I don't want to speak in absolutes because... um, the thing that points out to me is something else that I see in clubs, because people do complain about Threshold and say, I didn't feel welcome here, I didn't feel whatever. They didn't go away. They didn't never not come back. They immediately went on to Life and made an emo fucking rant about it. By the thousands, this happens. So my thought here is, I'm not saying that we don't snub people sometimes or we don't pay attention But I also would like to say there's a lot of people in the world, a percentage of humanity that that is incredibly sensitive and emo and has an expectation of people to give of themselves and, you know, worship their arrival. And if they don't, they're going to go onto a, a public media and bitch and rant about it. And I have seen this many, many times where it turns out, you know, people were there. Hey, how you doing? Like, I look at everyone I can. Hey, how you doing? You new? Great. Bathroom's over here. Bathroom's over there. If you have any questions, ask me. That's it. I don't have to fucking suck your dick when you walk in the door. That's all most people need. But a lot of people, there are a lot of people, and this just, I think there's a high percentage of the people who are willing to endlessly go and bitch about it online, that a percentage of those people are people that really expected a lot more coddling than they received. So I'm not saying that doesn't happen. I'm not saying people don't get clicked out. I'm not saying I haven't seen the clicks. I've seen the clicks. Um, I've probably been a part of some clicks where there's someone that just looks like, I just don't really want to fucking go talk to that motherfucker right now. I just don't feel it. So uh, wait, but, are, and you, if, are you, are you not a good looking female? Then, oh. uh, I'm obviously not going to talk to you. You know what? That's <laughs> totally true. <laughs> some of the time <laughs> that is absolutely true. Most uh, of the time I can, you know, we can do evidence. I talk to guys every fucking party I go to. Uh, if I'm in predator mode, I am sorry. If you have a fucking penis or I'm not attracted to you, you don't fucking exist. I'm here to play, not coddle every single person. Hopefully, there are other people. Saturday night, I played with nobody except the featured orgasm, um, which was 
15 minutes. The rest of the time, I talk to people. I talk to new people. That's fine. But you're right. When I am in my predator mode and I am here to play and meet people and play with women, that is what I'm going to look for. I may still say, hi, how you doing, whatever, but I'm not I'm not going to do that. And if you expect that from me, then yeah. maybe come a few times before you start ranting online how unwelcome you felt. And listen, the the whole reason that I even brought this up is because I've I've absolutely read those posts that you're referring to. They're they're whiny, they're complaining, they're extremely vulnerable people. And again, I'm just going to say this is just my opinion. And they go on and on for their entire post about how they want special treatment. Sure. And that's what they're asking for. That's not actually what I'm referring to. I'm I'm referring to the number of posts I've read where what you get is something similar to what, what this person wrote us. Yeah, you know, I just kind of... It just didn't feel right, and they 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 were they were kind of rude, and they're humble, and they just say, "Well, I, I decided not to come back." That's the kind of shit I'm talking about. That's the kind of shit that I'm like, if you're a community leader and you're not at least looking at someone saying, "Hi, welcome, come on in," and instead you're creating this wall. Sure. I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but you are not a community leader, as far as I'm concerned. Abyss. Well, I didn't write a big bitchy post. But uh, but I actually went to like Sin in the City a couple of years back, and I was really it was su- in Las Vegas, right? Yeah, and oh. it's a good event. I mean, there was really great classes, blah blah blah, whatever. Um, I went to the play party and was shocked because I'm used to our play parties, which there is a lot of talking and being friendly and whatever. It literally felt like fucking high school. There like, were so many yes. fucking assholes just. In their little clicky groups who wouldn't talk to each other. And God help you if you didn't know anybody. They literally sat in little circles and wouldn't talk to one another. And if your protocol didn't match my protocol, we weren't going to fucking talk to each other. And, me, 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 me. <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking kidding? You douche nozzles. Like, are you actually adults? Like, these are these are our kink leaders. Are you fucking kidding? I would have liked that po- to read that post if you had written it. <laughs> like, I just, I couldn't believe it. It it's was a step. <laughs> that's the level that I'm talking about. It's an extreme level of... Twattery? Uh, I like the word <laughs> twattery. Twattery it works was for me. really ridiculous. And it was, it, it drove me back into the loving arms of Threshold. Because it, it, it was definitely, it was in the higher protocol um, style of play and so forth which has its shinier moments but overall it was fucking bullshit so not a good time in vegas i just really i mean i'm sort of getting a vague message from you but i just really want you to emote some feeling about this experience in las vegas (laughs) very very funny (laughs) (laughs) i know so you think it was bad i mean (laughs) i know i know i I know i i'm I'm not very clear with my message (laughs) clear Twattery. I just like the word twattery. <laughs> like, do you like that's my, a, do that's you like my socks? Yeah, that's a three point. You do have little dinosaur socks. What rar. are they saying? Rar? They're saying rar. rar. There's, little bubble over what, dino- there's like so 800 cute. raring dinosaurs. Because those are sides. my professional nurse socks. Am I crazy or did I see a blue light go on? No. There was a blue oh, light. There was? Oh, no. Was there a blue light? Macho Man! The chat says cake! Oh, <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Stop laughing. That was from Jamie and Black Keys. Jamie's brand new. Hey, welcome, hey. Jamie. Hey, is there going to be some birthday spankings? There's going to be birthday spankings. Actually, Kathy, 
I tried to get Creative Explorer here to spank Kathy. I'm so glad you didn't. And I, I pitched in. And he kind of is like, yeah, I'm not going to drive out for He's your fucking no. stupid show. <laughs> <laughs> He's no. like, I make Kathy suck my dick. That's good enough for me, you know. <laughs> So he wouldn't drive out. So I'm like, okay, well, there's got to be birthday spankings. Uh, can you go ahead and grab the mic and hang it, hang it down? Our little uh, demo mic, gently. Like there, great. Hang it down. All right, there. Uh, Ellie, get on the done. table, face down. Uh, no, 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 on the table. I like this position. No, I. She's got hey, her. Hey, it's I need, my birthday. I I'm running this fucking thing. Like no, this. I need her fucking ass under the mic, Kathy. Jesus Christ. We have listeners. Can you put Ellie? Can you please turn around and put your ass under the microphone? Jesus fucking Christ! We have to have a production argument over spanking, like we haven't had this long enough. Now, Kathy, please go ahead. I would like your ass up here so I can spank you. Oh, we'll be shooting some video, shooting some video. Now, then, of course. What? 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 Kathy's just gone ahead and started. I'm not waiting. There's a cute ass here. You just get it. <laughs> Ellie is taking her spankings on behalf. That actually looks really good. That's 20. Do I get to do the whole 51? Well, you can pick up toys if you want. No, you I can sh- spanking. You can show them. I want to touch her pretty ass. Oh, you know okay, what, hey. what? Stop micromanaging her birthday spanking. I'm offering suggestions. Micromanaging. Stop. Look, twattery. Stop sub-dom. Like, you are, you're like side-doming. Stop it. I just like the giggling that's coming from the table. It's like nonstop, like, giggling. She's got a great, like, jiggly little butt. Look at it. Look at it go. It is lovely. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Sorry. I like how <clears throat> Kathy just turned for a cheesy photo <laughs> op while <laughs> squeezing Ellie's ass. Does that tickle? Does that tickle? Oh, it's so cute. She's got a cute little butt. Ooh, look at it go. Look at it go. Okay, sorry. I'm, like, side. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna let let the sound go for a little bit because the guys that are masturbating to this need to get a oh, get a clear oh, get a clear. Well, I'm, I'm Two glad. More. Are you ready? Ooh. Oh, that's good. Ooh. Oh, thank you, sweetie. Mm. Ah, that she's got a nice little pink booty now. It's adorable. Wow. Look how adorable this is. Oh, she's got a cute little butt. It's nice. But seriously, every time you swat it, it's got a cute little jiggle to it. Yes. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. It's a good jiggle factor. Abyss, do you want to go up and swat the bottom? Uh, I would probably ask her first. I'm just saying before we ask uh, her. Uh, before we ask her? Yeah. <laughs> well, I just want to see if you're... Hold on. Ellie? Do you, do you want Abyss to swat your bottom too? Mm-hmm. All right. That's a yes. That's consent. <laughs> All right. Go on. Good job, Kathy. You, you warmed her up. Hold on. Good job. All right. Just keep it going. Just those, think of those creepy guys out there. Just fucking, yeah. (laughs) She laughs. Yep. (laughs) She's squeezing it. (laughs) Mark, you want to put a strap on on and fuck her in the ass? <laughs> I'm just going to see how many yeses I can get out of her. What? <laughs> Look, she just said, Look. <laughs> we'll keep that for another show. Anal anal for you by Mark on another show, maybe? All right. Okay. Look at that. Well, let's... Uh... Unger's kind of freaking me out. He's wearing his mask. <laughs> it's down. <laughs> Unger has his welder mask on. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the greatest show. Oh my so god. So random. Unger, what do you want, Boogie? <laughs> I just want you to know. Fucking love you here. <laughs> you are so Thank you, brother. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, now we segue into Celebrate your voracious sexual enthusiasm And titillate our listeners with your featured orgasm That's right, baby And now to keep the spank bank of fillin' Oh, ew What? Ew it happened. You've never masturbated ew. listening to stuff going on in the show? No. no. Oh, that's just me? Yeah. <laughs> no. That's a nope. I put in a lot of work. I put in a lot. Mark, do you have a a finger on Ellie's pussy? You do. Mark's just fucking thumb fucking her phone right now. Why wouldn't she? With the other finger just kind of <laughs> rubbing <laughs> Ellie's <laughs> pussy. <laughs> just, I fucking love this show. This is a great place. So now we're going to uh, close with a little bit of excitement. This was actually done here. Uh, our friend Itty, uh, she's a writer. Um, what is the name? Itty. Itty. I I T T E. Like itty bitty. Oh, like itty bitty. Okay. Yeah, like, not idiot. <laughs> she's Itty. There you go. Her name is Itty. She made orgasm for us. Oh my god. So she came in and actually came into the level hub during a party. There's actually a really funny story that I'm not going to tell because I don't have permission to tell it, but it was amazing. Um, and she just laid down, and uh, we let this ha- happen for you. shame None. if you would that was like so great if you would like to send in your featured orgasm and help celebrate a woman's moment please send that to pervertedpodcast at gmail.com just record it on your cell phone and just make sure to say this is for perverted podcast so we know that you are consenting to it that was wonderful thank you very much <laughs> And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to report in. If you're in the Los Angeles area or surrounding areas, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you, everybody who was here for my birthday show. To Mark! Whee! To Ellie! Whee! To, that's not Unger. Who is that? Randy Montreal Savage! <laughs> to Sam! Woo! And to Abyss! Woo! Boogie! Woo! And myself! Kathy! If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, live your life! 
because no one else is going to live it for you. Is Sam like now yeah, going now up to, wants to know. Sam wants to say something. What? Cake. Oh, man. Yeah. Had to get one more in. He did. He had to get it in. <laughs> Good job, Sam. Waited till the last minute. Eat your cake. Oh, my God. She almost ate it all. I'm done. If you're interested in finding out how to support Perverted Podcast, please go to our Patreon account uh, or just go to our PayPal uh, page. Please send in your questions, comments, ideas for the show. We use them. We need them. You guys are a part of what we do here. We are here for you. Please help be interactive with this show. And please, if you like our show, tell someone about it. Thank you guys so much for being here. We will see you next week for show 80. Woo-hoo! Yeah. <laughs> I can't get over it. Oh, this is good stuff. <laughs> <laughs>